Welcome to the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Dean, and we'd like to let you know where you can find us. The best way to find our socials is on our link tree at the Baron's Hideout, which has our Twitter, Instagram, and podcast links. And you can find me on Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce, on Facebook under Dean Sharp, and also my website, www.deanofthedead.com. Lastly, if you wish to support us further, you can subscribe to our Patreon for $1 a month. Now, to the show. Alright, before the episode begins, I totally forgot to announce something, so I'm going to announce it right now ahead of time, before you guys jump into this. So, there's an announcement that I need to make, and it's that. At Cinema Salem, September 28th, we are hosting Pool Party Massacre live with Drew Marvick in attendance. This is an alert. This is an alert. Let everybody know. Tickets will be going up later this week. So thank you guys so much for supporting the show. And please enjoy Screenbox Essential Picks episode 14. We'll see you guys. Welcome everybody to Screenbox Essential Picks number 14. Um, we just wrapped up the 13th episode, but I um, wanted to jump right into the 14th one because there's a lot of stuff I want to cover, um, especially since it's summertime and um, you know it's the time of people gathering together, friends doing summer parties, people going into the pools, and all that good stuff. Um, so I think I have some pretty good films here. One I know everybody has at least seen once and one i think people may have heard of but never watched um and i need to highlight it because it's a great film by a friend of mine who's also a friend of the show and may or may not be doing something with this year in regards of said film um but before we get into all that i want to let everybody know that if anybody wants to support our show this is something I've been trying to do uh, when I remember and on every episode is that we have an option through Anchor that you guys can support us by a low monthly cost every month. Um, you can, I'm pretty sure you can choose the amount you want to do, but right now I think I have a set at 99 cents. So if anybody wants to go and support the show in any way but, um, other than listening, you guys can go and support us through Anchor, and the links will be in every episode where it says support our show. You just click on that link, it will bring you right to that page, and you guys can support us. It helps us um, you know, keep the show going, helps us get better equipment, and um, keep, keep doing this, essentially. Um, I'm, I'm loving doing anything for this podcast, especially this uh, screen box, Central Picks um, episodes that we've been doing. They're really fun to highlight some films. It's good solo content when dean's not here for me to kind of just quickly go over a couple films let people know or suggest these films to them for you to go and check out and hopefully you do and you come back and let me know what you thought or better yet let screenbox know what you thought of those films and rate them and share them and whatever else um so let's jump into 
episode 14. Uh, the films I have gathered here are very, very catered to what I think is um, summer films. Um, I mean, one of them, you could definitely say that this could be any time of the year, but I want to put it right into the summer films because of the way that the film is shot, where it looks, um, the setting and everything and how everybody's dressed. So the first film is The Slumber Party Massacre. You cannot have an essential list without The Slumber Party Massacre. And yes, I know, I said at the very beginning of doing this essentials uh, picks episodes series that I was not going to lump in these other big films that everybody has seen at least once. But I feel like this needs to be added to that list because of how iconic it is and how relevant it is still and just how fun the film is and how it plays on itself. I had a very great opportunity to go and see this. And the second one at a local cinema, Cinema Salem in Salem, Massachusetts, local to me, where they were shown as part of the Video Coven series before the Salem Horror Fest took place April. Um, Kay showed this off with the first one and the second one, and seeing it on the big screen was amazing. Uh, it's been kind of a project of mine, essentially, to go to other cinemas local to me that are showing films that I wish I was there to witness on the big screen when they came out. And this was one of them. I wanted to see this on the big screen with an audience, and it was great. Um, everybody was laughing because it's one of those films where you, you have to laugh um, because of how funny some of these things can be, but also it can be very tense. So it was great seeing this part of that series. So let's jump right into it. So the synopsis here is, female high school student slumber party turns into a bloodbath as a newly escaped psychotic serial, serial killer welding a power drill prowls her neighborhood. And yes, there's a lot of you know, things and themes going on in this of, you know, the driller killer, he has a drill um, that kind of resembles his dick, you know, for him wanting to be with these girls and, and whatnot. And it's also playing um, on itself before Scream, essentially, uh, playing on the tropes of the slasher series of people being stupid and doing stupid things. And it plays on that, and it's really funny. Um, it also can be kind of serious at times, but it's also, you know, female empowerment and whatnot with, you know, showing that this essentially it's an all-woman cast is written by a woman, and um, they're all essentially going after this one guy. But, you know, there's other people can take it of saying like, oh, well, you know, this is uh, downplaying the, the female part in, in horror films or in, I mean, the male part in, in horror films or whatnot. But I think it's the complete opposite. I think this is a great time for um, you know, women to shine through in horror. And this was a great opportunity uh, for them to do it. So it's a film that I don't really think I need to talk about, but I will lately. I'm um, following these group of girls who are friends who are on a summer party um, and there's a new student there in their uh, gym class and they all kind of like her but don't like her but then she gets invited to the slumber party that's taking place and they only live a couple houses from each other um, and then you get the boyfriends who you know go show up and they see the the girls doing things and whatnot and they're like oh yeah wow you know seeing it through the 
the male gaze essentially through right there of them, you know, wanting to see girls, you know, strip and whatnot, which they do. Um, and then, you know, seeing the outcome of the driller killer who's you know, preying on these people who get in, get in his way. There's a funny thing that happens at the beginning where he uh, essentially kills the, the school electrician, I think. <laughs> so there's a, there's a funny thing that happens there. Um, but it's an overall really fun film. It's iconic. It was remade recently, and um, the remake was it was okay. It definitely enhanced some of the tropes that have been crafted throughout the years in the horror verse. Um, so seeing this is definitely part of anybody's essential list. So if you haven't seen this, go check it out on Screenbox. Um, let's go over to Rotten Tomatoes and see if we have any other. Um, I can tell you what it's rated. It has 21 reviews on the tomato meter. It's at 43%. Okay, okay. And the audience score with um, 5,000 plus ratings is 46%. I think that's kind of low, but I can see why people might do that. Um, and then we have, I don't know why it never tells us the theatrical or on Rotten Tomatoes, but it says release date streaming uh, October 5th, 2010. No budget or anything. Kind of upsetting because Rotten Tomatoes used to be my go-to for all that. Um, let me have anything. Sometimes I'm. Date was November twelfth, nineteen. And the budget was about uh twenty-five hundred thousand. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's not too bad. It was a very, very low low budget because I think Roger Corman produced this essentially. So it was um, a Roger Corman film. So go check this one out. Add that to your list. And then the next one I have, which also has Massacre in the name, is Pool Party Massacre. And holy fuck, is this a film? Oh, a good friend of mine, Drew Marvick, written, directed, and acted in this. Um, you know filmed all this in Vegas and you guys can listen to the whole breakdown on this film in our within the Barons episode with Drew Marvick. And I have to thank Dean, my co-host for introducing me to Drew and Dean also has hot sauce. He made for this film that is now being sold in the UK and I think will be being brought over to the US once the website is launched later this month. Um, I'm very, very excited to announce some stuff uh, about this film. But before I do that, I want to go ahead and talk about the film. Synopsis that is on IMDb. So, what started out as a relaxing summer day by the pool for a group of high-maintenance young socialites <laughs> quickly becomes a nightmare when an unknown killer begins stalking and murdering them one by one. And you know, there's a lot of POV shots. There's a lot of really funny things that happen in here, but you're following friends essentially who are at the house and you know, they're all uptight uh, friends. And there's a friend from childhood that shows up, um, boys show up, killing you know, happens. There's a lot of things that take place in here that don't want to ruin. Um, because there's a good twist at the end, and it's something you need to check out. 
Let me go over to uh, Rotten Tomatoes real fast. It's what they have listed. Sometimes they have a different synopsis. E. Uh, no, it's essentially the same thing. Young socialites um, spending a day by a pool are hunted down and murdered by a serial killer one by one. Uh, released to theaters, so this was very limited, was April 20th, 2017. And then streaming was June 7th, 2017. Yep, written, directed, and produced by Drew Marvick. Very, very fun film. It's very colorful. The effects are super fun. It all takes place in one location. And there's a, one thing that happens throughout the film that's not really a spoiler. Is what I love is that you get the shot of the killer going to his like his tool wall and everything is like highlighted and like drawn around like it's a video game or something and you go and you pick it up and then you take it off and it's the like the outline of the weapon or tool that he's grabbing uh it's really fun there's like a weed whacker sorry um it's a really really fun film um one fun fact that I will say about this that I'm pretty sure Drew said in the interview is that this was filmed in winter, I believe, but it wasn't filmed in the winter of Vegas. So it was cold, but not that cold. Not as cold as it would be like where I am in East Coast in Massachusetts where it would be snowing and shit. Um, it's super fun. And uh, there's a lot of really funny jokes that happen. Um and the way that people get killed and <laughs> how some how some people get killed and the the funny gags that happen and uh it's just a it's such a great film that saying any of it's going to spoil it so go go check this one out and for my viewing order i don't even know um actually before rotten tomatoes there actually is no score on it what how did people not rate this all right, can you all do me a favor? Go over to Rotten Tomatoes. Because there is no critic score on this. There's zero reviews for the tomato meter and fewer than 50 for the audience score. Please, anybody listening to this, go to Rotten Tomatoes and rate this film after you watch it. Please, please, please. It's a great film by a great guy who has been in the filming industry for quite a long time. And like I said, go listen to that interview. I'll, I'll link it below or I'll have it um, pop up on YouTube for you guys to go check that out. So go check out both these films. My viewing order, I think would have to be the Slumber Party Massacre into Pool Party Massacre. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's been a, it's been a busy week. <laughs> but um, go check these out. And once again, Screenbox, thank you guys so much for adding these great films to your catalog. And once again, if you guys want to support the show, the links will be down below. So go ahead and do that if you so please. That's the best way to support us. And I'm going to be going back onto Patreon as well. That's another way for you guys to start supporting us. Um, you guys will be getting episodes one to two days early on Patreon. Um, and then everything else will be released later on. So thank you guys so much for being here and listening and supporting the show. We are now 14 episodes into the Screenbox Essential Picks. Thank you. Thank you so much. And as always, if you have any suggestions that I need to check out to maybe add to the list, go ahead and comment anywhere. Send me a DM, comment on the episode listings or anything like that. 
I'll catch you guys on the next one.